Father, we just lift up our voices. We lift up our hearts. We exalt thee, O God. We say, be thou exalted above all the earth. Be thou exalted, O God. We glorify and lift up the name that is above every other name. Father, we declare today an open heaven over this house and over the lives of your people. A place where you speak, a place where you move, a place where your heart is revealed, Lord. I pray we say, welcome, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit that is in this place to touch and change lives. So, Lord, we lift you up. We say, oh, be thee oh, lifted up, oh, oh, Lord. Be thou lifted up, oh, Lord, in this place.
Father, won't you just do that this evening? For everyone that is going through something, for everyone that is dealing with a challenge and dealing with a difficulty where you feel the warm embrace of a heavenly Father, may you understand and have a reassurance that you are not in this alone, but he is with you. That greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. So we cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We bring into captivity every thought and every plan of the evil one. We declare that this is a place where God speaks. And this is a moment where we can hear the voice of our Father. So won't you just open up your mouth? Won't you just say, Father, here am I. Father, here am I. declare the glory of the Lord. The skies proclaim the works of his hand. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech and they use no words. No sound is heard from them yet a voice goes out into the earth and their words to the ends of the world. In the heaven. God has pitched a tent for his son. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run the, the course. It rises on the one end of the heavens and it makes its circuit to the other end and nothing shall be deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this moment that we can stand in awe of your awesome work. We understand, O oh God, that you create through your speech. And so today, that same creative grace that is in the Father is in us. So today, Lord, we understand that our worlds are framed by our words. The atmosphere and the environment in which we live is framed by the words that is uttered from our mouth. And so tonight, Lord, we come to make declarations. Lord, we come to make decrees. We come to, to understand if you said if we would decree a thing, it will be established and light will fall upon our way. So, Father, we pray tonight, let there just be an atmosphere where decrees, and declarations are uttered, O oh God. And thank you, O oh God, that there is a framing. There is a framing, O oh God, of a new environment. There's a framing of a new season.
heaven. There's a framing of a new move, a shift that is taking place. So, Father, just move in this place. Minister to each one of your sons, each one of your daughters. I pray today, let no one leave this place without having encountered you. So we bless you, we honor you, we lift you up, and we say thank you. Thank you for what you are doing, what you continue to do in this place. We bless you. Oh, we just worship you, Father God, right now. Your spirit is here all over this place, Father God. Just breaking out, oh Father God.
study we pray that you will be blessed amen amen so tonight amen thanks to worship team I, I, I stole a little bit of your time amen but uh, it's worth it amen 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 so we, we, we blessed today to have two friends of mine as I said to you uh, on, on Sunday I, I had the opportunity uh, many years ago uh, Pastor Bongan and I shared a a, a dorm room for, for for two years, right? For two years, and then he traded me, and then then I had Pastor Jackson come in and take the same bed. You know, we tried to show him. I think he left because there was some chokolosh, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that was a story. We made something look like something. <laughs> And he prayed the whole night, and then he moved rooms. <laughs> amen. But we, we were glad. Amen. So I, I'm, I'm so blessed to have the with us Pastor Bongan uh, from, from Johannesburg. And uh, he's going to be with us. And Pastor Jackson is, uh, is uh, from Kolobora, right? That's close to the Mozambique border. Amen. So, but we're glad to have them. They're really great men of God. Uh, we, we share many memories. But we also share the, the one thing is they're passionate about the kingdom. Amen. And I'm so amazed and I celebrate what God has done through their lives and what God is doing through their lives and also what God is going to do through their lives. Amen. And so a lot of our conversation has been about the journey in ministry today, but also the fact of what we're looking to doing together in the future. Amen. And it's amazing how God brings parts together again, yeah. amen. And uh, so I believe it's the right time, it's the right season, and it's going to be the right moment for us to, to build something together that can also speak of the kingdom of God. So tonight they're going to tag team us. I said we couldn't just have Pastor Bongan share for us. Uh, Pastor Jackson is here as well. So we want him to kick off for us. He, he says he's the forerunner. He's the John the Baptist, and so he's the forerunner. I just hope he don't run too much then. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Bungan will only have three years. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
Okay, come, come bless us, Pastor, Pastor Jackson. Amen. Let's put our hands together as we receive the man of God. Difficult time on Sunday because I was preaching without an interpreter and I'm used to preaching with an interpreter. So, but I have just prayed while I was sitting down that I must not have a hard time today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, we, we're not going to take this time for granted. We really appreciate uh, what God has done to allow us to meet his servant one more time. Before we go, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, as I was busy thinking, well, what is it that I can encourage the church with? I, I looked at something that uh, is found in the book of Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 1, 2, going down there. I'm just going to, I'm not going to make sure I share a lot. I'm just going to share, bah, bah, then I sit down. Pastor Bongani will do the rest. Hallelujah. Let me read uh, four verses only. Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 1 to 4, I will read. So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa his son reigned in his stead. In his days, the land was quiet ten years. And Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Verse number three, four. He took away the altars of strange gods and the high places and break down images that cut down the groves. Verse number four. And commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and do the law and the commandments. I think in the church where I'm pastoring, I have shared from this scripture three messages. And uh, it came to my heart that I must just encourage two generations. The people who survived and the people who will take over. Hallelujah. The Bible says Abijah died and he slept with his fathers. So I said something in my church that worried people. I said, before you go to sleep with your fathers, make sure you know why you were here. Number two, I said, before you go home, just make sure you have done all you were supposed to do. And I said something, the said thing I said to them, don't die and things start to happen. Because it will appear as if you were the blockage. The problem that we have today is that people go home and sleep with their fathers and leave us with difficult tasks as if they were not there before. When we look at Abijah, he made it difficult for his son to continue where he left. Because he just allowed everything to appear as if there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So when he died, his son came in. Before he worked, he had to remove some things. Yeah. Which his father has allowed to appear. <laughs> now you please tell your neighbor, you are here to remove some things. Yeah. So that the, the next generation will not have to remove anything. Hello. 
I, I, I just prayed that day. I said, Lord, I don't want to leave this church because I know I'm going to leave. I don't want to leave this church. I don't know how I'm going to leave, whether I will go home or go and start another one. <laughs> but I know I will leave. But before I leave, Lord, if there is anything great that is going to happen, may you please allow me to be part of it. Hello? If there is anything that will happen in my family or in this church, may you please allow me to be part of it so that those who come after me will not have any difficulty carrying on. You are a member of this church to make sure that everything that has to happen must happen. If you die and things did not happen and they start happening when you are gone, we will have a problem with you. Because it will appear as if you never existed. Make sure that if you happen to go home or go somewhere, we will remember you for something you have done. There are some people when, not, when they are not in church, you don't even know they are not there. And don't be one of those. Make sure that when you are not in the house of God, you are missed. Your absence is felt. So when you are present, make sure your presence is felt yeah. in feeling the presence of God. Yeah. I was about to finish. Somebody said, come on. <laughs> it's making me run. <laughs> you know, in this life, we are not here to just watch things happen. If we don't make things happen, we are here to participate in what is happening. As long as we know, God is going to be glorified. When Asa came in, he removed altars. If there is something that is hindering churches today and families today, it's what we call altars. We may not have physical ones, but the spiritual ones are there. If you look at our families you will see some things that look a bit similar. There is something that appears to be a continuation of something. And that has got to do with altars. Make sure that before you go home or anywhere, remove the altar so that those who come after you will not have to deal with altars. If there is any altar that you will allow to exist, let it be the altar that will get God glorified. The Bible says Asa encouraged the people to seek the Lord. Not to seek all these things. Because the Bible says these other things shall be added. Yes, money we need. Hello? Brands we need. Powerful cars we need. If possible, four pipes. <laughs> we need those things. But the Bible says, seek ye the kingdom. And all these things shall be added. How many of you will enjoy to see things being added instead of working hard for them? These things that we put first in our lives are not supposed to be first. They are rewards of seeking God first. The sicknesses and the troubles that we have in our life sometimes is because we are putting God second and we seek things first. You are here in this house to put God first. And as you do so, don't be discouraged by what you see happening. Keep on seeking God. One day, you will have a smile. Be blessed. Can we close in prayer and go home? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amen. Firstly, let me acknowledge the pastor, the angel of the house, J Pastor Gerard, coming a long way. We've got stories to tell. He told you about the Colossians. <laughs> but I, I want to say to you, You've got the right pastor. Yeah. We, we're not talking about the fly-by-night. Yeah. 
People like the fly-by-night pastors, pastors with miracles, but without courage. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I see even my classmate too. <laughs> yeah, Ernest. <laughs> Chichifango didn't see. Jackson didn't notice you. <laughs> but thank you very much. We were in the same class and in my class, I never gave anyone hard time. I was the good one. <laughs> Amen. But to have a man of God like this, you are honored. And don't take him light. He speaks things and they happen. He speaks things and they happen. Don't be like that people who always stand against the man of God. Because the day you will touch me, you will be touching heaven. And when heaven responds, don't go and start heaven. You are here to see what God wants to do. Amen. Pastor Jackson just touched things about the altar, being the altar. But I want you, if you want to see what if you want to see things happening, especially what's written on top here. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't know, I'm going somewhere. Yeah. We're talking about restoration. Yes. If you want to see restoration, there's something that you must do. Amy, you spoiled me. You fed me. But thank you, you didn't baptize me with an Indian fire. I'm glad for you. <laughs> Next time when we come, we'll talk about the Indian fire. I was baptized with an Indian fire. But if you want to see restoration, if you want to see renewal, if you want to see empowerment, if you want to see establishment, you need to have a desire. These things, they don't happen. They don't fall from the sky. But they start from the inside. And if you want to see those four things happening to you, you need to have a desire that is found in the book of Luke chapter 11. The book of Luke chapter 11. There are a few things that I want to say. Then, uh, Now we've got a lot of... Let's use this small... They taught us at the college how to preach. And, uh, you know... And a pledge, and but if you don't like us, you will not invite us again. But if you invite us again, it means you like what we did. <laughs> now, now look at look at this. This the, the the disciple of Jesus. They wanted to see these four things in their lives. And in the book of Luke, chapter eleven, the Bible says, from verse number one, the Bible says, "Now it came to pass." As he was praying. As he was doing what? Praying. It came to pass. Tell the person next to you said, and it came to pass. Came to pass. As he was praying in a certain place. When he seized that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us. Can I sit down? I'm finished preaching. Can I sit down, Pastor? Okay, wait a little bit. Am I going to get more? <laughs> now, 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 look what the Bible says. The Bible says when he finished praying, one of his disciples, you know what? They were watching him. Wherever he was going, they were watching him. And what they saw. I don't know if today's church. We saw what they saw. But they saw something. Let me say to you. They said to him. Lord teach us to pray. I don't know if God. Was visiting the potter's house. What were we going to ask him to do for us. Some of us, we are going to ask him, give us this. 
Jesus them, but not the disciples. They were not impressed by small things, but they were impressed by the prayer of their master. Yeah. They, they, they were impressed. Now let me tell you something. <laughs> the disciples, they saw Jesus walking on water. They saw him raising Lazarus from the dead. They saw him feeding thousands. They saw him doing all these things. But I don't know why didn't they say, Jesus, give us the power to walk on water. Give us power to do miracles. They didn't ask those things. Even if they participate. So I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm not like Pastor Jackson standing in one place. Sorry. I know that you are, you are on Facebook. Please forgive, forgive me. I'll, behave, I'll try to behave myself. But, 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 but now, instead of asking Jesus those things, they never watched. They watched him doing miracles. He called Lazarus the one who was dead. Stinking in a grave. He called him. The dead man came jumping. They never asked for that. But here, Luke said, he said, one of his disciples said, Lord, teach. Don't teach us to professor. Don't teach us anything. But teach us. Teach us because we want to be restored. We cannot be restored without prayer. We cannot be renewed without prayer. We cannot be empowered without prayer. We cannot be established without prayer. But they went back to him and they said, Lord, teach us. Today, what are you asking the Lord? What are you asking for the Lord for? But they asked him. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. And I like Jesus. Because this prayer, this passion, this desire was answered by them. Jesus said, no. He didn't say, no, wait, wait until you grow. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking to wrong people. But Jesus never said, wait. You need to grow more a little bit. Wait, because, but, but now the Bible says, in verse number two, the Bible says, and then he said to them, when? Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. To, to, you know, they, they, they said, when? He didn't say if. Yeah. How, how, how much time do I have? What time should I finish, Pastor? Now, let me not ask the pastor because he said, if he said, I can preach for three hours, but I, I need to ask you. Tomorrow, I don't want you to blame the man of God. And said, yo, he went long. Pastor, don't invite him. <laughs> but you must give me time. He said, go on, pastor. Go on. But, but, but now, look, look at, I want to say a few things, then I'm going to sit down. The Bible says, Jesus said, when? Not if. Yeah. Unfortunately, today, the church is praying because if, yeah. not because there's a when. Yeah. We're asking you, we are going to have a concert in this church. This church will be full. The space will be not enough. But when we call for a prayer meeting, only the few comes. Why? Because prayer is not about us. The prayer, they, they, there's nothing to do with us. And the Bible says, Jesus answered them. He said, when you pray, said our father. <laughs> I, I like him. He don't say my father. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 can, can I come back? And say, it is not your father, Lord. It is us. Inclusive. It is our father. Even if you don't like me. 
Even if I don't have your style. Even if I don't talk like you talk. And, and, and because he is our father. And then he said, our father. We have a father. Beloved, we've got a father. We've got, we've got a father. We might have different mothers, but we've got one father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? And then he said, when you pray, said our father. Uh, he said, hallowed be your name. One thing that I like about this prayer, it has nothing to do with our needs first. It has to do with him. <laughs> no, no, no wonder why we are so discouraged when we pray because most of our prayers are full of ourselves. <laughs> Please. Facebook, Facebook, don't worry. But, but, but now, he said, when you pray, he said, our Father who art in heaven. He doesn't end up there. I want you to, to check your prayers today. Does your prayers have a father in it? Or does your prayer have other things? But Jesus said your concentration, it must be on him, not on you. Not on your children. Not on anyone but on him. He said when you pray, it said our father who art in heaven. The second thing that happened here, he said, Hallowed be. <coughs> the word hallowed be, the word hallowed, it means to set apart. Today, the church, we can't set apart God. We mixed him with altars that Pastor Jackie has just spoken about. With altars. But now we need to separate. We need to say, hallowed be. Your name. It is about your name. It's not about what we are. And then he said again, he said, Hallowed be your name. Not the bishop's name. I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, when I preach to, to GP, to Houghton people, they know how to say amen. They don't say amen. They don't say ichu. But, but, but now they say, he said, Hallowed be your name, not the bishop's name, but your name, not somebody's name, but Jesus, God's name, must be. Yeah. Hallowed. There's an amen from a baby. I hear that, I hear that. And then he doesn't stop there. He said, your kingdom. Oh, you see, now they run to the wind. They don't know the prayer. They run to the... <laughs> Oh, my God. It's nice to be in this church. No, no, no. The, the thing that I like, the song that we sang at the end. Come on, come on. Wait, wait. You, you must be careful of the, of the song that we sang, especially the one that we sang at the end. I, I was blessed as I was sitting down there. I said, God, you are confirming what I'm about to say to your church. He said, let your kingdom come. Let your rulership. The reason why South Africa is in the state in which we are is because we are no longer praying our Father. Yeah. We are praying whatever we want to pray. Yeah. We have kept our Father away. Even at schools, we don't say it anymore. Yeah. It's like a, a taboo when we said our Father who art in heaven. Some of you, you can see that most of you, you, you you're coming from the old age. But you remember when we were praying this prayer in South Africa, there was no cross. Yeah. Yeah. Can I sit down, Pastor? I don't want to mess up the church. But, 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 but when we prayed, there was enough food. When we prayed, our Father, there was no drugs. When we prayed, our Father, our, our businesses, our businesses were growing. I remember when we were, we were growing up, we used, we used to be called to come and pray in checkers. We used to come to pray at ShopRite, but not today because they removed our father and now he's replaced by other things. We need to go back to our father. 
If you want restoration, renewal, empowerment, and establishment. And now look, look what the Bible is saying. And, and, and then he said, let your will be done. Whose will are we doing today? We're not doing the will of God. We are doing our will. He said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, and, and look at verse number three. He said, give us. God is a giver. <laughs> you don't owe this day. You don't know what was going to happen for you on this day. But now when we pray, we said, God, you are a giver. And the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. And we, we need to go back to him and say, give us. We don't owe tomorrow. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. But we say, give us. Give us what? Not tomorrow. We need this day. And then he said, give us this day. Our daily bread. We need bread for today. We need bread for today. It's not over yet. We still, still need bread. And then he said, give us this day our daily bread. And then, you know, I, I preach on each day. I'm just touching this thing and running through them. But, but I, I've been preaching on it since the beginning of this year in my church. Each part. Right now, I'm still in the word. I've never moved from hallowed be your name. That's how powerful this prayer is. I'm still in that, hello, it be your name. But now look at what the Bible says. It says, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. How often the church confess their sins. We don't do it anymore. We don't do it. But Jesus said, this is how you should pray. And then he said, and forgive us our sins as we forgive them, those who indebted us and lead us not into temptation. Lead us. Psalm as David, he said, the Lord, he leadeth me. You've got a leader. Somebody can lead you. When you're about to make a decision, he can lead you. And when, you when you're about to do something, he can lead you. He said, lead us. And then he said, deliver us from evil. He is. Our deliver. Let me say this thing very quickly, then I'm gonna sit down. The Lord's prayer is a template. Hello? It's a template. L let me just show you what the template means. Maybe you are just like me, but I like your pulpit because your pulpit went through a template. <coughs> this key was not there. Uh -huh, come on, come. That cross was not there. All these things, they were not there. But these things, they came out because there was a template. <laughs> now, when you pray the Lord's Prayer, you are using a template that is full of results. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. Let, let, me, just say, let me just say this. And, and then the Lord's Prayer Teach us how to pray. You will always know that you are praying the will of God because these are the things that the Lord taught you to pray. Hallelujah. It's a model. Let me just say this thing very quickly. In, in this prayer, there are about eight things that you will find in this prayer. Firstly, there are voices that you will hear in this prayer. The first voice is the voice of the sons. Our father. Only, only sons can say. My God, my God. I don't know where I'm, where I'm going. And then, then the second thing, the second voice you hear in that is the voice of the saints. Hallowed be. Only saints can say that. Not anyone. But hallowed be, it gives you because it's the voice of the saints. 
Not only that. Number three, there's a voice of the subject. Your kingdom. Only those who are subjected can call for his kingdom. Now, there's a voice of the subject. <laughs> my God, my God. Point number four, there's a voice of the servant. The servant, they cried, your will. <laughs> Only the servant can cry there and say, not our will as a church, not our will as a family, but God, your will be done. That is the voice of the servant. Point number five, as I'm closing, my pastor, I'm closing, closing, and closing. There's a voice of the supplement. The, the voice of supplication where you cry. The Bible says that voice, it says, give us. We don't, we, we don't have it. It depends on what you give. It depends on what you have. We don't have because but you give. Voice. Of the supplication. Then when number five, number six, there's a voice of a sinner. The voice of a sinner where they say, Forgive. In you there is forgiveness. In you, no matter how, how what we have done, you can still forgive us. If you don't know, like the, the church today, David said. Your, my sin is next to me. My sin is close to me. But you can still forgive me. That is the voice of a sinner. The voice of a person who's on journey. A leader. A traveler. A person who's on journey. You know, when we left Joburg with Pastor Jackson, we said, Lord, lead us. Hallelujah. We are, we are traveling but we need you to lead us. And lead us. Last voice. It's a voice of salvation. The voice of salvation said deliver us. Deliver us. That is the voice of salvation. Today, if you can pray our Father, all these things are the benefit. You can have these things. And as, well as Pastor Jackson has said, and all these things shall fall. Unfortunately, our prayer is full of the things that must follow. We are seeking things that must follow. We are not seeking him. I want to pray tonight. I want to pray for you tonight. Can you stand on your feet? I'm going to challenge you this. I'm going to challenge you this today. You know, since I've been praying our Father, let me tell you something I've experienced that you cannot pray our Father and worry again. You can't. Look at the prayers that you are praying. We still worry after that. But I've prayed this prayer. Since the beginning of this year, the other day I was shocked. I went around, and you know, uh, after I've prayed, I, I was worried before I prayed. And then after I've prayed, I went back to go and look for my worry. I couldn't find them. <laughs> That's why I'm healthy. Start to pray our Father. Pray our Father. The whole prayer is full, full of the things that we need. Today, I want you to raise your hand. The disciples said, teach us to pray. Let it be your prayers. You say, God, teach me to pray. Sometimes we spend the whole night, and then after praying the whole night, nothing happens. 
but I've never seen people who have spent the whole night praying our Father and the things remain the same. People who have prayed our Father, they've been renewed, they've been restored, they've been renewed, they've been empowered, they've been established. Lord, teach me to pray. Is that the prayer of this church this morning? Is that the prayer of this church? Is that the prayer of your family? Is that the prayer that you can say, God, God, teach me to pray? I want you to open your mouth and ask him, and ask him, and ask him, open your mouth right now. Let's begin to pray. Let us begin to pray. Open your mouth and open your mouth and open your mouth and open your mouth. Commanderebos, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, 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 mama, 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 teach us, teach us, teach us, teach us. Teach us to pray.
Hallelujah. Come on, we can give God a praise offering. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We bless your name. I'm just going to ask Pastor Jackson to just close us out with a word of prayer. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. For we know, my God, you remain faithful. You never go back on your word. When you say it, my God, you make sure you fulfill it. We are here tonight because we have gathered here knowing that, Almighty God, it was your promise that in our midst you are, my God, right now as we have gathered in this place. We never regret being found in this place. We never regret being found in presence, oh God. Because we know our lives will never be the same after this session. And we know, Almighty God, your word has sharpened our minds, our spirits, oh God, and our lives to expect more as we do more for you with the time that you have given unto us. And we pray that, Almighty God, your presence will continue to be with us, Almighty God, as we obey your voice and follow your word. We know, Almighty God, you will remain faithful as you have never failed us before. My Father, you will always be there for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your never-failing presence. Amen and amen. 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 You've been blessed today. Amen. amen.